listening to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following, following. The following. Is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Welcome back to another Adulting Ain't Easy. Um, this is Season 2, Episode 11, and I'm one of your hosts, Miss Liz. And joining me, per usual, is the husband, Mr. Andrew. Hello. So, yeah. Miss Liz. Miss Liz, Mr. Andrew. It's, I'm still in school mode, even though we've been out for you, when a few you, hours. When did you miss Liz? Well, you know, because I'm still young, I like to refer to myself as Miss. I get that. I get that. Yeah. So, why are we here today? Besides, this is... Because no. it's a bi-weekly show and we have to record <laughs> you know what I mean? something. Like, what, are, what are we here talking about today? Well, it's kind of a... not. I don't know if it's a personal topic or not, but it's kind of something that has come to our forefront mind recently. I guess I like to call it. It might have an actual name. I don't know. I call it the millennial move. Yeah, you were you were talking about this earlier before you recorded. How millennials are nomadic? I guess. Yeah, there's like a weird. For some reason, all of a sudden, now people are becoming not just nomadic in their move, like physically moving from place to place, but also in terms of other parts of their life, which is like. I don't know. For some people that are more traditional, it's a little scary. Right. Like, I don't know if it's just, like, they get restless. Because, like, the people, like, millennials are also cop into, like, want to get out of, like, sometimes out of, like, long-term relationships and all this stuff. Like, people get restless or they don't they don't settle into a life routine. Yeah, it's harder for us. And I don't know why it's harder I don't know for if us. It's, I don't know if it's, the, it's a generation trying to get away from what our parents did because... The past gen, like our parents' generation, and before that, were like, you got married in your twenties, kids in your thirties. You had one job, and you stayed that job until you retired, got your gold watch, and called it a day. Mm-hmm. Like, and then this generation's like, oh, every if you don't move every two years for your job, you're not gonna ex- succeed in life. Yeah, and I don't know because I mean the reason we brought it up is because we do have friends that are moving. Um, they are picking up their whole life and. Even though they've been in Chicago, I think, for four years now, roughly, four. Five apartments, four? Yeah, something like that. But but they they decided that um, they wanted to go to Portland, so they're moving to Portland, and they leave um, Thursday, and it was kind of like... They told us almost like in a in a breakup way because they took us our a whole like group of friends went out to dinner and they like literally towards the end of the meal like the the dinner 
they were like, oh, by the way, we called you all here for a reason. And we, and I was just like, oh, crap. Now what? Like, uh, what's wrong? Like, we thought, because it's our couple well, friends. Because they, they weren't engaged yet. No. Yeah, they were. They were? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, we were like, all, I was like, oh my god, are they saying that they're not going to be together anymore? Or what's going to happen? They're pregnant. Like, and, what is the news? Yeah, and then they're like, well... Drew got a job out in Portland. We're moving in September at the end of September, so now it's like actually hitting, yeah, hitting us that one of our really good friends is leaving us, and right, we've got feelings about it. Yeah, in the midst of like their wedding and like still getting married here, and it's it's just it's weird, and like we're close with them, and it's just hard to be like in a where you're not going to see them like every week. Yeah, because with our group of friends, I mean, we try to get together at least like once during the week and if we can't get together once during the week it'd be like on the weekend or something and you know they kept us social to say the least it didn't help like one of our other friends was also in that same kind of stage like he was Mm -hmm. like he had just like finished grad school and he was just like well i'm looking at jobs kind of all over the place like wherever i get it i'm just like how could we lose three friends in a matter of few months that would be crazy but right because it's not it's almost like not like the end of the school thing, but it's like, oh, well, too much, but it's like, it's, you're not gonna have the same level of friendship over that, over a distance. Like, my best friend lives on the other coast, and we're still, like, we still talk often, but it, it's not the same level that we were when we were in the same state. But at the other, on the other side of that, when you two do get together, you know, it is very right. much the same. Well, which... it, and it's very, it's very one-on-one. It's very... Mm-hmm. But that's what I worry about, is because... I don't know. You just worry that because that doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. And these are good friends that we don't want them to right. forget about us in the joys, joyous land of Portlandia. Right. Because it's one of the things, like, because having, like, a friend that's just yours is one thing. But when you have, like, a couple of friends that you both tend to get along with, like, you each get along with the other person and their significant other and vice versa. So it's it's not always like, oh, we're going to hang out with your friends. They're our friends. Like, right. it's it's... So it's a, it's a whole nother vibe. And it kind of got us thinking about, like... Because, like, I honestly don't know, like, if I had, a like, a weird job opportunity or, like, I got restless in my job, like, I wasn't getting promoted or raised or whatever. And it's like, oh, I need a change of pace. And it was like, oh, we're going to have to move to, like, Ohio or, to, like, Colorado, one of the Dakotas or something. I, like, I don't know if I would honestly, like, go to do that, like... My family is here, your family is here, most of our friends are here. It just doesn't make sense to uproot ourselves. But, I don't know, I haven't been put in that situation yet, so I don't know how we would feel. I don't know, I'm just such a home... When it comes to, like, living in a certain place, like, I'm comfortable living here. Like, I... I think, for me, I think it all comes down... Sometimes it comes down to, like, how close your family is and whatever. Like, I know... Like, for us, it's different because our parents still live in the same house that we grew up in. And they don't really have any plans to move. So you're like, okay, like, I want to stay here too. This is where all the action is. And then, but if your family is not like that, then it might be more means of like, well, if they move, maybe I need to move too. But, like, I don't know. From what they were saying, like, they, one of our friends was saying like, oh, he had went on a trip there once when he was really young and he just knew he was going to move there. But I honestly, like, I really 
never, I've never really felt like that with a place, like a particular place, maybe like a little bit in South Africa, but I was like, would that be really sustainable? You, you never want to I live doubt there. it. It's like, I'd l- I want to visit more often, but like, it's never like, but I mean that, that was probably when we went to South Africa in Cape Town, that was probably one of my closest moments that would be like, you know, if I lived here, it wouldn't be so bad. But then it's like, that wasn't even considering like you know, oh, your parents are a 22-hour 20, plane right away. And... Right, and do you want to raise kids that far away from a support system? Right, and so And, that's... like, you don't know how, like, the education... Like, can you be a teacher over there because you're a teacher over here? Like, it's just a whole other mess of things, even though English is the language for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah, but it was. I think that was, like, the closest feeling that I had. I never had, like, a... Like, yeah, I'll complain about where we live and whatever, but I'm not one to be... I'm not... I guess I'm not proactive in my feeling of, oh, I don't like it here. But really, I mean, like, I like where we live. Right. Like, our house is is really good now. It's in a good place. At first, I was, you know, when we had to do all the the, um, initial, like, cleaning it up and stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, what the hell did we get into? Mm -hmm. And you've heard us talk about it. Yeah. But now, it's like, you know, it's feeling more like home. I mean... It feels like home. We know we have our routine. And I guess I, I think I might be more of like a traditional person in the sense, but I like my routine. Right. I like sporadic plans are fun sometimes. Like when you're kind of like in the mood, like, oh, we don't have any plans. Like, I hope someone calls me, but it's like, you know, like I don't like being too off my routine or else I feel overwhelmed and freaked right. out. But there are some people that can just like go and go and go and go and you know, every day is different and I don't know if I could do that. I guess that's, I feel like in my mind, I don't consider myself like the millennial a lot. It's like, oh, I think of myself as not like a baby boomer, but like one in between where it's like, you know, like I just, I don't know. I'm a person. Yeah. I think it all depends (laughs) on your personality. Like, cause like I have family and stuff that like they moved around a lot growing up and continue to do that as adults because it's just, they got used to the routine of, not staying in one place. Mm-hmm. So they don't, they feel like they need to change just to keep everything moving like normal. Mm-hmm. And some people are just like, they want to experience other places. Like, and sure, if like if you're young, unattached, and you just want to travel and live in a bunch of different places, more power to you. But it's just, it was never, I would, a very, Liz and I are very much traditionalists and like not wanting to venture too crazy far out of our comfort zone. Like, I'm, I like, as much as people say like, oh, Danville's the worst, I can't wait to get out of it, but, I don't know, I've never really felt that way. Like, every city has their problems, every city has the things that they're proud of, and I think you can make any place of it what you will. Yeah. I guess you're right. I mean, I don't know, you said you wanted to be out of Dan. I mean, it wasn't because it was bad, it was because you didn't have... I think there's a difference between, like, thinking a place is bad, it's horrible, whatever, and then feeling like this place that I'm at right now doesn't have opportunities. And I think right. that's where you were with Danville was like, right. you know, I have this job like, cause you had a job there for what, two years. Mm-hmm. And there was like, literally nobody was retiring from the engineering facility right. or anything. So you're like, I'd be sitting here in this job for years and I wouldn't go anywhere. Right. And it know? wasn't even like, and that's what even the engineering wasn't something I really wanted to do, but it was a really good company. I had like great benefits and stuff. It was like, but I, w- I was being underutilized and kind of 
being bored almost to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I enjoyed, like, aspects of it. But, like, and then, like, the only other job opportunities really there involved, like, being in hot factories all day, which is never something that I've been a fan of because, like, I was, I was just in hot factories when I was traveling for work recently, and I couldn't do that every day. I would dissolve because I just sweat profusely when I breathe. So I was just miserable. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I never something that appealed to me. So it really, I had to get out to actually venture and, and it just don't happen. I could find, I have opportunities more where your neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. And it's happened to be also where a bunch of like my friends from college were. Mm-hmm. Cause like a lot of the people, like, cause I was like, when I went to college, no one really like my friend group didn't really go to the same college and they never, re- and some of them left, some came back and it's just a different vibe there. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really, I think I just would have, like, outgrown the area. Well, yeah, and a lot of people, like, your friend group was, like, they, like, kind of, like, rushed into some things that took them far away. Like, one of your friends went into the Navy and mm-hmm. was gone. Like, they were at base camp, and then it's like, oh, guess what? You're going to South Korea on a boat. Yeah. And, like, or, like, your other friends that were, like, they're going to be a pastor and they're going to just go to the middle of nowhere to get their pastoral degree and then just bop all over the well, place then get, trying and then, to get... And then, every ch- and then you just get paired up with the church and involves moving you. Like, mm-hmm. One of them just got settled into Peoria. The other one is doing a little bit of, everything, little bit of in, everything in Lafayette. It's just like, okay. Yeah, so you got to like... go where you can find opportunity. Yeah. And I, I, I get that, but like I would... Like my friend group... Well, except for, like, the one friend who actually came back. Like, there's no... My friend group doesn't exist in Danville anymore. Right. Like, there were friends I had, like, when I was doing theater and stuff, but those were all older people. Like, it... And who don't... Not, like, people you would want to go out with. Right. Like, there were, like, people who had... Like, I was somewhere in the age group between their kid's age and their age, and it's just... You don't typically hang out with someone who's, like, 15 to 20 years older than you. It just doesn't... Unless they're family. Right. It's just odd. Like... You can have friends whatever age you want. It's just, it's just different because you're just at different life stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I mean, with me too, I feel like I'm getting into that, like rut. I mean, I always say I'm like I don't. My job is my job's not. I'm not moving anywhere with my job and whatever, whatever. But at the same time, I do have my creature comforts there. Like, do I really want to be the new kid again? Do I really want to go through like? Getting to know people when I already have people that I know and I like and, you know, I have a routine and, right. you know, what the, you know, I don't know. As much as I want to make more money because I'm in a really low-paying district, I mean, right. it's like, am I going to get the same friends that I, like, coworkers that I have? Am I going to get someone similar to the boss I have now who literally I could walk into his office all pissed off and swearing and he would not even, like, hold it against me? Right. Or, like, my vice principal, I've gone to her office, like, in tears, crying, and she, you know, doesn't even... Right. They realize I'm a person, and sometimes, like, I worry, like, are... Is it, like, just because it's Fox Lake where I'm at, or is it because... Or are, like, other people like that, too, and you wouldn't really know until Until you you venture... But I'm scared to venture. Right, because it's it's safe. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, it could be a lot of, like, people could be saying, like, by us... Choosing to live not super far from family, staying in jobs that are comfortable, it shows us to be safe instead of, like, choosing new opportunities, but I think that's still, like... We still have our adventures, we just choose to do it differently, we want to... 
our everyday life is one aspect and then you know the things that we want to do in terms of like free time and vacations like that's i think it's adventurous right i I, I'm, i'm just saying like in like our decisions with regards to like work living all of that could be seen by others as safe yeah and i'm fine with that right i think there's nothing wrong with being safe in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, so like some people will like move to a place where they even have a job and be like, "I'll figure it out." Like, no, that scares the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Does that mean that we're more adults than those people? <laughs> I don't know. That really makes me feel I like mean, I'm responsible, but I, that sounds bad too. But yeah, like, it's responsible to an extent. I think to to choose the 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 safe decision, like knowing like everything is good here. But who knows that things wouldn't be better. Yeah. It's choosing, like, I don't know. It's choosing the more stable option of the however many options you have. Right. And in life, there's millions and millions of options on a day-to-day basis you can make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's, but I, I definitely feel like you know, people are adventurous in their own way, and we choose just to have a routine that hasn't, like, hasn't served us wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but it's also, I feel like, too, um, I feel like the, like, not only you see, like, the quote-unquote millennial move with, like, jobs and, like, uh, just moving in general, like, moving to a different place from what you're used to, but I also kind of see it in friendships as well. Like, you have these, there's, there's very few people that can say that they've had the same like group of friends for a certain amount of time or they've had the same best friend for years and years and years right it's really because i feel like a lot of times even though we have the technology to communicate a lot more than in the past i feel like just the out of sight out of mind kind of thing right flows in i mean i'm i can totally i mean i'm guilty of that like my best friend and i haven't seen each other we live, she lives in Chicago and we live in Mundelein and we haven't seen each other since my, our wedding. It's, that's been, that's been months and it's we, almost nine months from now or nine yeah. months ago. So I and mean, that's that, just, it's just hard. Like, and I mean, we try and in that time span, we've tried to make plans and things like you've that. Talked. It's not like you're like, you heard nothing from each other. Right. But it's just, it's not this again. It's kind of like you and Zach where the distance is the issue. But, but for us, it's just the busy lives. Like, she's always on the go right. traveling for work. And, yeah, like, that's you know, another you thing. You kind of, like, forget about sometimes. And I think it's just a product of the your work till you die type thing. Because right. you're just, you work and you work and you work and you really don't think about anything but work until you get home. And then by the time you get home, you're like, uh, do I really want to, like, sit on the phone? Like, there's certain people I know that, like, once they got off of work, they would, like, be on the phone. Like, um, one of my friend's moms who got back into working for a few years before recently, she, like, she would go on the phone and, like, talk to her sisters for an hour at a time. And she has two sisters. And, you know, then she'd call her friends. And, like, basically while dinner was being made, she was on the phone. And, like, that's not a thing anymore. If you're on your phone while you're making dinner, it's probably either A, looking up the recipe, or B, trying to occupy yourself until the food is ready or the next step is there. Right. And I think, yeah, there's, there's definitely, yeah. Cause like I have friends like who like will get off work and they'll go immediately to meet up with friends. Like 
and it's I don't know if it's like I don't have like the social energy for it, but it's like sometimes I just kind of like want to wind down after work. Like there's days I can do it, but like if I do that every day, I think I would just be perpetually exhausted. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like even like when we're like, oh, we have to like we have to like not like rush our routine, but like okay, well we're doing this tomorrow. We have to I have to get home at I have to make sure I'm home on time. We have to eat at this certain time so we can go do this, 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 and then go meet up with our friends. Mm-hmm. And like when and then it's just like the same like when you're butting up against a different group's routines or their travels. Like it's just it makes things more complicated and stressful. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm worried about with these friends because we've gotten so close because of proximity. But now, if you take away the proximity, is it going to be the same? And that's kind of the the line that you fall on when it comes to like this millennial move thing. Because sure, you can make friends where I mean, certain people can make friends wherever they go. But are they quality friends? Are these friends that you're going to be fair weather friends? Yeah, are they fair weather friends or not? Right. You know, and that's kind of the scary part when you have friends are moving. You don't know if they're, you kind of figure out your true friends when they move away. Right. Because whoever decides to keep in contact, you know. Like, because it's almost like the, uh, it's the same thing of, like, oh, we'll, like, stay in touch when we, it's like, it's like saying at the end, like, the end of summer camp, like, oh, we're gonna, like, write each other, like, every week. or Or we're gonna... We're gonna come. I'm gonna come to visit you in a few weeks. Like you can all say that when you leave, but it's is it like it's just sometimes it comes down to like logistics. Like you can't fly across coast like once a month. That just it's unrealistic and unaffordable, and you can't expect them to do the same. So it's just like well, we're gonna see each other, go from see each other once to twice a week to maybe twice a year. Yeah, and that's kind of like and when there's and then like when when you're there when they're here. They're going to try and see as many people as they can, so it's like you're not getting the same quality level of time. Yeah, your time is limited and ru- it feels rushed. It's not... Like, even... They had a going away party. Like, I feel bad. I feel like we're ranting about it, but it's whatever. But it was like... It was it was kind of already a taste of, like, what would happen. Because we had... Like, they just had so many people there, like, from different friend groups. Like, people from... um their high school people from work people from college like they were just all there and then there's like the group that we're a part of that sees each other most at least twice a month that would be even on the low side of things but like kind of all and like we kind of coop together you know and we're like you know it they're traveling between all these people and i'm kind of like it really seemed like that all the groups because like you obviously you have you're in different friend groups throughout your life. You have your work friends, your back home friends, your school friends, all that stuff. So those groups are still, they're friends with each other, but not, they one really breaks out of those groups. Like the work friends are all with the work friends and we're with our group and the high school friends were talking to the high school friends. The college friends were kind of all over the place. And mm-hmm. So it's just like keeping all of the balance. Like, is it really possible to do that or like, are, or is it going to be one of those things like I was talking about before where you're, you know, you get off work and you spend hours calling people or texting people just to keep in contact? Because right. even that is exhausting. Right. Like, we're, we have, like, a group message that we, like, talk to each other in fairly often. But is that going to go quiet when they, like, and I'm not, like, Grant, like, we're still going to try to make it work. But it's if it's a one-sided thing, that's when it becomes difficult. Mm-hmm. But, like, and I think we've talked about this before about, like, the concept of proximity friends. Mm-hmm. It's like the friends you have in school that you're not friends with when you get home. It's like, you're friends because you have all your classes together, but, like, you have real nothing 
really deep in common that like you would get together outside of school. Right. And sometimes it's a tricky kind of balance because if you try to be friends, you know, it's it's a tricky thing. And I feel like there's a lot of like I don't know, like anxious thoughts between like when you look on the internet and stuff, like you see a lot of anxious posts about like having friends or making plans and you know, you're just like you like when you see that stuff all the time you're kind of like well do I really want to hang out with people or do I want like or like overthinking I feel like I totally sabotage myself because I like even though there some of them are like posts that are joking about like oh I'd rather just stay in my bed than go out or right like if I see those enough it's kind of like it goes it ingrains in my brain like maybe I don't want to go out like, maybe I don't want to do this type of thing anymore, and then it's, it's like... like, yeah, I don't have to put on pants, like... Oh. Yeah, and then I'm like, well, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to sit... Because I know even, like, certain times when we wanted to have, like, plans and everybody's busy, like, two days of, like, not having any socializing, like, on a weekend... Right. It kind of, like, feels weird to me. I don't like that. Like, I like having something to do at night, because during the day, usually for us, it's, like, chores and working on the bathroom and you know just working on the house in general and then it's like then you're like all right quitting time and then if you have nothing to do it's like kind of boring it's like do we need to become barflies and just like exactly then it makes you feel like you have to do something and right because i think i think we talked about before but like how we were feeling that like that over labor day weekend where it's like it's sunday night everyone's busy we want to do something Mm -hmm. and i was just getting upset about it because i was like you know, all of our other friends are doing things and we're just here and, you know, this sucks. And like I was everyone's getting... doing something separately. And, and it just... was like, normally that would be a time that, like, my family, like, we do things and my parents were going out of town so they didn't want to do anything. And, like, it was, it was just, just, like, we can't hang out. It was bad out. timing. Yeah, it was bad timing. And it was just, like, at that point I was just, like, so frustrated. Andrew's like, do you just want to go to this bar? I'm like, yes, I do. I just want to be out. Because, like... Because, like, at the same time, like, if we did something with people, like, three nights in a row, we're like, we just need, like, a night off and to do nothing. Because we're just, ex- mm-hmm. th- like, socially exhausted. Which I think is a very real thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's times where you're just like, I have so much stuff to do, but I just, I need to just not do anything. Because it just, it, like, and I'm a, I'm a pretty, pretty fair extrovert. Like, I have introvert tendencies. But, like, still, like, you can't be social 100% of the time without just burning yourself out mm-hmm. and, yeah it's yeah. just not i don't know right. it makes me think that it's more than just this millennial mood now it's like a millennial mindset of like there's these certain things that you know we're supposed to think and supposed to do and oh all millennials are like this and blah 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 and you're and I don't just know like if it's a product of like the age like the fact that like there's an age of like you have the knowledge and communication at your fingertips to you can talk, like, I was talking to, like, when we were, like, when we were in Africa, I was talking to people back here, like, no distances between us. Like, I was still mm-hmm. on, like, the group message. Like, there's a, definitely, there's time difference, but I was talking to Nate at 8 a.m. my time when it was midnight his time, and it was normal than, like, us talking any other time. Mm-hmm. So, like, you feel like, oh, I can be wherever, and I still have the ability to talk to whoever, like, old friend, new friend, whatever. And, like, with Snapchat, like, you're not, you're never separated from friends, so it feels like I don't need to be this proximity person. Because, like, I'm sure in, like, our parents, like, generation, if you didn't, if you weren't in the same town, you didn't, 
that was your bubble. Like, there was no friends outside mm-hmm. of that. Like, yeah. college friends, like, if you couldn't, like, you maybe had talked to one, like, the landline, but, like, that probably didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents, I remember telling me, like, they made friends on their honeymoon with another couple, and then that was just over when they got back. Like, we're still keeping kind of with the friends we made there that are on the whole other coast. And, like, I was just talking to one, I just messaged one the other day, and it was, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I got a response back now that I think of it, but it's fine. Yeah. Oh, no, I did. I did. I never texted back. I'm the worst. <laughs> yeah. Well, but again, it, I mean, that's the thing, too. You get so busy and, like, people c- try to contact you and then you forget about well, it. it's like then... one of those things, like, if you initiate a text and then, like, they don't respond till like, three hours later, like, you either are in the middle of something, you look at, see the text come in, like, you ignore it and then it just disappears. Like, and then, mm-hmm. like another text comes in like and it's just it's hard to get it's easy to get behind on all that stuff and i don't know if that yeah it's, it could be just a product of the age or it's just like a, a generational thing mm-hmm. like not super long ago like people left countries they were living in and went to another country to find a better life for themselves mm-hmm. so i don't know i feel or like they run away from their debt like a friend of ours <laughs> yeah, yeah. who we keep <laughs> we always joke that he's just he keeps going from country to country so he doesn't have to pay off his student loans because he's they'll, got a lot of debt they'll find him they'll... they will find him but not but the, there's no extradition treaty so yeah i don't know but it's never gonna go away mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's we, we joke but it, it is weird to be like up so on so what you call it millennial with like a bunch of different mindsets that you have to interact with on a daily basis and everyone thinks things differently. Like, we have, like, people in our friend group that are kind of the same way as us. Like, no, no intentional plans to go anywhere. But we thought the friends that are moving now were like that. Because they Mm -hmm. never said anything otherwise. Like, they were pretty content. They like to travel. But, like, never had any means like, oh, we're just going to uproot and go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And even though we thought, too, that it would be more of like a... You know, oh, once everybody starts having families and things, then that would be something that would happen. But then they kind of throw the bomb at us and it's like, oh, we're actually leaving right before we're getting married. And even though they're not getting married for another year. Right. Well, that just happened to your your cousin, too, mm-hmm. which we've talked about. But it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, and I don't know if it's like you have, like, I think it's just like a different stage in your life you have the the college friends then you have like the post-college friends then you have like oh the young like married couple friends then the parents with kids and then it just goes then you have those long-term friends that stick through all the phases but sometimes it's just like the group dwindles or adjust every time mm-hmm. like who's to say like once like we have kids obviously we won't be able to hang out or do as much stuff because you can't just get a babysitter every night of the week or can't bring the kid with you to a lot of things. Like, we can't bring a, a baby to a bar to hang out on Tuesday nights for trivia. Like, that doesn't work. And why not? <laughs> why not? Why can't we make it work? Tell me. I don't know. Because I'm going to make it work. All right. We'll, we'll say that now, but we might just be too tired. Because yeah. our routine is now, like, I, w- I don't know why I was thinking about this. Um, and I don't know why I'm talking about it here. But, like, think about, like, our routine's pretty typical. But I know if we had a baby to deal with in the morning our routine gets wildly different. Because, like, our, our morning routine now is, like, get up, one of us feeds certain animals, one of us feeds the other one, we usually alternate, then we get ourselves ready and move on with our day. But if you have to get a, a child up and motivated and 
off on their day, then, yeah, I feel like it just adds an extra hour to get up in the morning, and that just sounds awful. Mm-hmm. And I already feel like I'm getting up early enough. And I still get up before you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most times. Or the same time as you. They give you an extra 15 minutes in bed. Yeah, because you decided to go in the shower. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's like, well, I usually, because both the routines usually start with the shower. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is something, like, some people, I don't understand, like, they'll get up, like, they'll eat breakfast, then they'll shower, and I'm like, I, no. Like, that's been my routine since I was, like, like, in grade school, I think, was, like, get up, you shower, and then you do everything else, and you get up, shower, mm-hmm. dressed, all that stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a, I feel like everyone's, like, some people are, like, night showers, but I don't know, it's never been my thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's there... just something. Yeah, I don't, like, and who's to say, like, once, like, Obviously, if there's ever, if I ever got, like, really stale in my current job where it's, like, things, like, just stop progressing. Because I've had, like, raise and promotions with this job since I've had it. But, like, who's to say it doesn't just, like, nothing happens after this point. Like, I might be, like, I like what I'm doing, but this isn't cool. So, I don't know if I would look for another job to convince this job to compensate me better. Or if I would just move on. I have no interest in, like, moving to, like, moving states away for a different job opportunity i feel like where i'm located now i'm neck near enough stuff that falls in my wheelhouse of career mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe if we lived in the middle of nowhere it would feel differently but but we don't thank god because i don't are... think i'd like i like the idea of like living in the middle of nowhere but then when i act like actually thinking about it like i would hate to be like a half an hour from a grocery store half an hour from the nearest movie theater or mall or whatever like i like i like where we live now and i know i said it it already it's like because literally like a half a mile down the road there are cornfields and like nothing but our house the way it's situated we're also close to like restaurants and the mall and the movie theater and honestly and we're within an hour of chicago if there's anything big we want to do like go to a sporting event a concert there's always something and like we're kind of basically like the equal distance between us in Milwaukee and us in Chicago, so... So that's... And that's, like, kind of perfect, because that's right. where we do most of our concert going, because let's be real, we're not super excited to go to any sporting events ever. Right. Like, if there's someone I... If I don't know the person, anyone who's playing, I'm not gonna go. Mm-hmm. Like, I've gone to... I think... I've gone to a professional baseball game or a professional hockey, or not hockey, a professional football game, and that's about the extent of it. Mm-hmm. One of each, and that's been fine. Like, I have no vested interest in doing more of that. I'd rather watch mm-hmm. it on TV. Or not at all. Or not at all. Like, the extent of my, like, interest in, like, professional sporting events is fantasy football, and that I plan out my team, I look at projections all that night i set my team but i'm not actually watching each game to see oh they had a good game i'm like oh that was the score cool moving on like that's... how many points did this person get me in fantasy all right so like every time it's like... i have cam newton and got me zero and i was really pissed off <laughs> you didn't put him he in. didn't he was out and you didn't realize because you didn't because you don't keep we don't keep up with this stuff no like i look because i get notifications and i usually i'll check on like thursday at work on my lunch i'll be like I'll go, I do this thing, there's a website I go to called Who Should I Start? And I can put in, like, two people that maybe to have similar points, like, 
who do the experts think will do better? And then I'll usually swap them in and out. <gasps> you cheater. That's not cheating. You are that a is cheater. strategy. You're a cheater. Cheater, cheater, cheater. It doesn't help me anyway. I still end up losing half the games. You're so cheat. I don't know. Cheater, but, cheater, cheater. But I still like, like, there's some people who like, oh, I, I'm gonna, I want to move to Chicago and live in this city. And like, I've said this countless times. You couldn't pay me to live in a downtown environment. Like, sure, you're next to everything, but I like having a yard. I like having pets. I like having the ability to just relax and have, like, a fire going. Like, if I go and start a fire in Chicago, I'm going to get arrested. Like, I can't just, like, I can't put a fire pit out onto a sidewalk of an apartment building and start something. Because mm-hmm. that's how I will. I'll either get arrested or accosted by a homeless person. Like, neither of those things sound fun. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, I like where I am. I, I've always been... Not like the white picket fence, even though I'm staring at one. But, like... Just... Yeah. A house in the suburbs is perfectly fine for us in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to uh, talk about? I feel like we've covered the millennial move. And kind of everything that kind of goes along with that. And Fairweather mm-hmm. Friends. And... Just traditionalism. With all that. Mm-hmm. And just to say, like, in ten years, that could all be different. But for right now, that's all seems fine. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that'll do it for Adulting Easy Season 2, Episode 11. I am Andrew Poor. I am Elizabeth. Elizabeth Ann. Elizabeth Ann. And that does it. You guys have a great week.